desecrated all of my work. You disrespected science. And what the hell did you put in that vaccine? And when this vaccine fails, I'll be the scapegoat. He created a flu that sparked the demand for a vaccine that doesn't work. After everyone in the country is vaccinated. And the world. He'll have murdered millions. Nope, nope, you don't have it. We need to go now before that vaccine ships and more people die. Give a certain percentage of the population a fatal illness and you make sure it's genetic. See, that was the exciting part. You pass it down. So if you have children before you die. Becky, do you have children? How much evil do you have to do to do good? People are driven by the need to know what happens next. Do you want to know what happens next? Your father created a world-changing, not world-ending, a world-changing, world-improving omnivirus. And we have taken that virus and embedded it in the vaccine of the Stearns flu. I knew it. I knew it. He created a panic and now everybody's begging for the vaccine. No, no, no. Demanding it with all the entitlement of a first world country. Yes. And now we have exactly what we want. Hundreds of millions of Americans lining up, offering us their arms and letting us give them our creation. I'm pretty sure when every vaccinated person starts dying, they'll trace it back to undetectable virus or not. You've all been very busy. You're all very sharp. Are you sure none of you would like to come and work for me? No? Better than dying a terrible, violent death. Then understand this. What we are doing is far bigger than death. Wait, this virus is not deadly. It looks pretty damn deadly. Tell me this. What have you done today to earn your place in this crowded world? Exactly. Everything I do is a cure for our current situation. And how's it a cure if you're killing people? I told you it does not kill. That was the amazing epiphany we had. We didn't have to kill to accomplish our goal. Which is what? We intend to stop human reproduction for three generations. The busy, endless global assembly line of babies will grind to halt. You're sterilizing people? Huh? In the first five years, we'll start to see major birth rate declines as teenagers vaccinated today hit their childbearing years. You're controlling the future of human civilization. Is that what they're calling it? It's a very nice euphemism for a species that is replicated like a contagion across the planet, killing all other species in its wake. Except things that are cute, like puppies or koalas. Pandas. Never in history has there been a creature begging for extinction more than the fucking panda. Except us. You hate people that much? 
On the contrary, I love people. How? Why would doing what our government or citizenry is too spoiled or self-indulgent to do? We are saving ourselves from ourselves. Halting overpopulation. Hundred years ago, the global population was 1.7 billion. 2011, it reached seven billion. People live too long, die less often, fuck too much, shit out babies like. In 2050, they say it's going to plateau. Mm-mm-mm. We'll blow past 11 billion and then slowly begin to decline. But by then, it'll be too late to save an Earth that bears any resemblance to a world we actually want to live in. This planet. I love this planet. So I decided to take care of the problem. By injecting your virus into the veins of every human on it? Global warming, mass extinctions, food, water shortages. All these problems can be boiled down to one thing. Overpopulation. It's not as simple as that. But it is. At 1.7 billion, we can be as decadent, self-indulgent, and shitty as we want. At 10 billion, we have to live strategically. We have to live modestly. We have to live selflessly. And as you know... We're not that good at it. And you're beta testing it on Americans since we're the worst. If we don't do something now, right now, in a decade, our world will experience extraordinary privations. The war of all against all. Water. We'll go to war over water. And the people who will die first are the ones without power and money. And by then, we'll be fighting over a world that really isn't worth fighting for. You can't just decide people won't have babies because... I can and I did. What about what this does to, to people, society? Salvation. We can form a new society. Home. Mm-hmm. The Grand Social Experiment. Being a part of the Grand Social Experiment and broadcasting live from East Tennessee. I'm from Tennessee and I've been doing this for a long time. This is a new live son of a bitch. This is a new live son of a bitch. It's episode 112 of Abs in a Six Pack and we're going to be here for the next two hours. I can do this voice. Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to be live here for the next two hours. And I'm here today with Doc. Is it Dr. Zainab? Dr. Zainab. Yes. I'm the doctor. Nice. I heard you disrespected science, though. You disrespected science! Oh, yeah, I do that every day. It's my favorite thing to do now, since the science <laughs> isn't science. So, yeah, I'm more than happy to disrespect it. Hell yeah. Do it all day long. I, I, I finally watched a little bit of uh, Utopia with Rain Wilson from The Office and John Cusack, and that's what that opening clip was. Uh, Got me this good ISO. You disrespected science. But yeah, the, are, are you is familiar that, with that Is show? that a movie or is that a show? It was a show and the premise was they release a virus intentionally that's not all that deadly so that they create demand for a vaccine. And the purpose of the vaccine is to sterilize the population for three generations so that we cut down on the overpopulation problem. Wow, why does that sound so familiar? Uh, yeah, and it know? came out in 2020, a little on the nose. Wow, what yeah. a coincidence. Crazy. <laughs> Wild how that works, huh? Yeah, yeah, that doesn't sound like anything that that's going on right now, does it? No, no, not at all. Yeah, man, you know what's crazy to me? All this stuff, you know, the that show and... There's another show. I think it's called The Last Man on Earth. Uh, that's also about a virus, but that virus is deadly and it wipes out like everyone except for a few people. Anyway, it's like all these shows about viruses killing people and people not having babies and stuff. How can you see that and still be like, yeah, right now this is totally 
a very real pandemic and these vaccines are fine. How, how can you say that? I don't get it. Yeah, it's we've talked like when MoFax was on, we talked a lot about predictive programming and it's because uh, we were talking about in the Godzilla versus Kong movie, they mentioned fluoride being used by the Nazis in the water to make the population docile. Wait, and, really? Yeah, and the yeah, and it's it's weird. I don't. I wonder. If, I don't know if I still have that clip. Maybe I'll look what, for what I'm talking. But they, we came to this conclusion, which is basically, and I think I talked about this with Fletcher on uh, Hog Story, Fletcher and Carolyn, when we were on there. It's like the, you can't really explain. Uh, you can't really use a, a Hollywood movie as proof to somebody because they're like, it's just a movie. But there is predictive programming throughout those things, uh, but you can't cite it as you know evidence necessarily because without looking like a crazy person, unfortunately. Yeah, but it almost serves honestly, the opposite purpose. It makes it seem like science fiction because like that's from a movie that couldn't be real. Yeah, and the same thing with the things that they uh, label conspiracy theories. They're like, oh, yeah, that's just conspiracy theory. That's not real. Um, yeah, it is. And just because you call it a conspiracy theory doesn't mean that it's not real. And same with movies. I'm a million percent on board with this uh, predictive programming stuff, as in, like, I think they're doing it on purpose. And they're basically telling everyone, yeah, this is what we're going to do. This is what we're doing. And people see it in movies, and they're like, yeah, no, that's just a movie. That'll never happen in real life. So they just get fooled from all different angles, which makes them more willing to just accept anything that's happening. Yeah. And they don't even see it. It's right in front of their eyes what's happening. It's extremely obvious. It is blindingly obvious, yet they still can't see it. That part baffles me. Yeah, I, I mean, I know, like, I'm sure as you do, I'm like people that fall into both categories of that. Uh, but uh, I did, I before we get too far into it, I did need to say I'm uh, giving away a copy during the show of COVID Land, the uh, documentary with Del Bigtree and Robert F. Kennedy Jr. and all those guys in it. Um, I was trying to think of a trivia question that would be too, like, hard for people to just Google and look up and that way they can get it right in the chat room. So um, I'm going to do it this way. The first person listening to this show that e sends me an email uh, saying, give me that copy of COVID land or something to that effect sends a, a show, not to my email, but the show's email, which if you can spell it as abs in a six pack at protonmail.com. First email I get in for that. Um, I will hit you up and give mail you a copy of COVID land. Here's the trailer for that. You will always have conspiracy theories when you have very challenging public health crises. They are nothing but distractions. You know, I can assure you, we have so much to do to protect the health and the welfare of the American people that I would just hope we just put those conspiracy stuff and let somebody write a book about it later on, but not now. <laughs> The problem is you got some people out there who are fanning these conspiracy claims from the planet Pluto. Uh, by the way, that's uh, Jay fucking Inslee of uh, the governor of Washington talking there. You got these people fanning these conspiracy flames from the planet Pluto. Aye. Got some people out there who are fanning these conspiracy claims from the planet Pluto. And it's just disgusting what they're trying to say of all these crazy deep state malarkey 
Well, later on, when uh, the records were made public, it was not a conspiracy theory from the planet of Pluto, actually. Um, there were inflated deaths. They were even taking gunshot wounds and categorizing them as COVID deaths. You're saying there is a massive pressure to artificially inflate the number of COVID-19 cases. Yeah, I have directly been told to, if a patient has fever and cough or anything similar, to put this COVID-like diagnosis on the chart. COVID-19 is the greatest fraud ever pushed on mankind. It is not about a virus. I believe this is a psychological war upon society. What are the history books going to say about you? Do you stand up for common sense and critical thinking? I think the answer is clear what I'm going to be doing. What are you going to be doing? That's uh, COVID. We will land. shut you oh. down. Huh? We will cite you. Oh, this is and if we Lane need Twitter. to, Sorry. we will arrest you and we will take you to jail. The time for educating people into compliance is over. We're watching you and we are going to take decisive action so that's uh covid land uh if whoever wins the dvd i'll mail it out to you and if you already if you listen to the show you probably already know most of what's going on it but you know give it a watch and maybe pass it on uh pass it on to somebody give it away as a little red pill package to somebody you know oh damn i already got i already got uh four emails in about the movie so now i gotta see which one came in first but Anyways, I'll uh, I'll I'll do that as later in the episode. I'll dissect what happened there. But yeah, COVID Wait, land. From that clip, from that clip, that last person who talked, you said it was Lori Lightfoot. Yes. Beetlejuice. When did she say that? I I didn't hear. I didn't see that clip at all, like ever. So that's uh, insane. This is months ago by now, I would think. Oh. But COVID land just wow. came. They it just came out today. I think was the official release. Huh. Um. Uh, yeah, so my, yeah, I got I two copies wanna, in the mail, I and I'm giving them. I to send it to my friends. You got friends in Chicago? I have family in Chicago, and I hate to say it, but they are the useful idiots. They are part of the useful idiots, yeah. <laughs> and it makes me so sad. Brown it makes shirts. me unbelievably sad. Uh, they are all about the vaccine. They're like, get the vaccine, wear your mask, social distancing. And they're like, where's my hand sanitizer? And they are those people, and it makes me crazy. I actually had to, I have two family group chats. I had to leave both of them because I couldn't take it anymore. I just could not handle the stuff they were saying. And I, I tried kind of red-pilling them very gently, and I was met with a lot of resistance. So I just stopped trying. Which, which is bad. I should have kept trying to get to them, but yeah, it's exhausting. If they just don't want to hear it, they don't want to hear it. But all I can do is feel bad for them and hope they'll be okay. Yeah. But they're happy in their own little bubble. They're happy being that way. So yeah, I, I mean, I so many friends bad. and family I know fall into that same category, and I'm just hoping the doctors like Tenpenny and uh, Mikevitz are wrong when they say like every pretty much everybody that got the vaccine is going to be dead within five years. I can't imagine that that's true because, first of all, it would just be so crazy for something like that to happen and the people perpetrating it not get totally um, 
I mean, the, the utopia scenario is more likely where it affects you generationally, you know, and, and long term, like 20 years from now, you'll that's see the what I think. That's what I think is more likely. If everyone just drops dead within a few years, that's, one, going to be way too obvious. Yeah. And two, way too messy, way too chaotic. But also, in a state of chaos, it's easier to implement this new world order stuff that they want. They just want to knock it all down and then rebuild it. Build back better. So it, it, yeah, exactly. Build back better. My God, I am allergic to those words now. <laughs> I can't stand it. Have you seen the videos of Boris Johnson like eating pancakes, going build back better? Yes. He's like keeps posting <laughs> videos of him like drinking a beer, build back better, build beer better. And he's like baking and a cake, and he's like build toast. back better. Yeah, it's like what the. What? My God, what is that? Who thought that was a good idea? I mean, they're not even being subtle and smart about this. They're just being completely insane. And the worst part is people are okay with it somehow. They're just, well, what can you do about it? You can't do anything. But it's just so insane and just complete madness. And it's just happening. And they're not being subtle about it. And they're making it insane just because they can. And that's the part that blows my mind. It's, it really is, okay, I know this is overused, but it is a clown world. Oh, it yeah. really is. Clown emoji, and, world emoji. Yeah, exactly. And with all of this craziness that's been happening for this year and a half, if there's one thing I'm happy about, it's that I have been red-pilled so hard. And I'm very happy being red pulled this way because before i kind of didn't really care about politics that much i was that idiot person living in new york city just going to my job going to the events i was invited to and i just did not care i had no idea what was going on in the world and i'm so happy that i can see now wow that sounded super lame but it's true no, it didn't. yeah no i feel you yeah, I, I mean, I was kind of raised to keep an eye out for this kind of stuff early on since I was a kid. But I'm, I know in the last, you know, year and a half, people that I never thought would have been woken up to this stuff have are full on awake now, which is pretty cool to see. So there's there's an equal and opposite reaction to everything. The more they push, the more people they wake up. Yeah, sure. yeah, which that's another thing that I'm just thinking, why are they doing it like this? They're pushing this stuff so hard that, like you said, it is waking up more and more people. But why are they pushing it so hard and so fast? It's almost I as think if they, they want people to wake up. I'm, maybe uh, there's also there's the there's a couple like theories as to why they had to advance the timeline because you know 2030 was the goal for a lot of this. Yeah. Um, one theory is that Trump being elected and Bolsonaro and people like that, but especially Trump, um, he they had to he was kind of rallying a populist movement, uh, pro-freedom movement, whether or not you like Trump or not, they, he was definitely a threat to the establishment goals, and it was supposed to be Hillary in there pushing all this along. So they had to advance the timeline, and they released COVID early and all this stuff early. Is one theory. I like the theory that I've heard tossed around, which is that the Epstein arrest, the kill switch was the virus release uh during the Epstein arrest. I don't know how much sense that makes, but I just like it as a concept. But I don't know. If but it seems pretty clear that they 
are having to do this quicker than they were ready to do it, this whole push. Yeah, yeah, I'm getting that feeling too. Because if they want to implement this one world government stuff, they need to be a lot more subtle about it to get more people on board. But they also want to weed out anyone um, that comes in between it, like wants to stop it. So maybe that's another thing. I don't know. It's just, it's so messy. And I think it was yesterday I saw something about another virus called uh, Yezo or Yezo virus discovered in Japan. And they're just pushing out all of these new, um, like, expansion pack viruses. And kind of no one believes it. And then they also tried to push that alien stuff for a while. And then no one really cared, so they stopped. Or the aliens, maybe yeah, they the were blue beam shit, yeah. We yeah, were on that kick yeah. for a while. That still might be coming. They might fake an alien invasion before too long. At the very least, as Midnight Mike says in OBDM, it's just an excuse to get uh, space tax for space space force space tax. When then uh, you know we can start going to war with aliens and taking their alien oil and their alien opium. Oh my god! Yeah. Wow. It's all a bunch See, of fake this shit. Is, um, this is stuff I, that I didn't even know about. And wow. <laughs> totally possible. Uh, I could g- I could see it happening. You got to get on the blue beam kick. Yeah, that's that's fun stuff. Uh, so I have I uh, I know you brought some. You brought some a couple clips to have me play, but I had one before we get get too deep into it, just because this made me laugh. Uh, Uncle Ted, a little Ted Nugent. He was being asked about the uh, the vaccine. This was going around, went mildly viral. Well, would you speak to the people who believe it is a worthwhile vaccine and it is saving lives? Are they just dead wrong? Are they been fed fed a line from the federal government? Tim, I appreciate the opportunity to speak to the people that went ahead and got the jab. I speak their language. I would speak to them thusly. (laughs) 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 They understand that. Well, so all these millions of people that got the shots, they're just stupid? Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Uh, I love that. I like that one. Um, Man, that was good. Okay, that's another artist then I'm going to start listening to more. Same with Eric Clapton. Oh, Clapton's good. Van Morrison. Yeah, yeah, and I feel like there was another one, but I I don't remember who it was. Uh, Corn and uh, Corn and uh, God, what's the stained Corn and Stain did a concert, and they brought out on stage a big banner that said it looked like a presidential campaign banner, but it just said "fuck Joe Biden" and "fuck you for voting for him." That was wait, big. really? Stained? Yeah. Stained? Corn? Oh, I thought you know, I said stain. You know, corn like with a K in the backwards. Yeah, R. yeah, yeah. And stained, S T A I N D. Oh, I don't know that one. Yeah, they were all, they, they were all doing a show together, and they brought that banner out. I thought that was good. Oh, that's awesome. And uh, See, this is. I wish more artists would do that stuff like that. Well, they usually don't get booked much when that happens. But uh, you brought this one, and I th- I hadn't seen this until you sent it to me. This uh, HHS ad here. You can think of the vaccine as protection against COVID. Or you can consider it your ticket. Your ticket to the next big thing in life. We can do this. I didn't like that very much. Can they make it any more obvious? 
that this is not about health. How much more obvious can they make it? They're just telling you. They're saying, yeah, you uh, it's to fight COVID, but think of it as your ticket, your ticket to life. And um, similar to that clip, there was something from, I think, Heineken. Uh, they had this really weird ad. It was this commercial, like a minute-long commercial. It's like, the night belongs to the vaccinated. And it's like a bunch of old people dancing. It's like, what? what is this? Why are all these random brands doing this shit about vaccines? How does that make any sense? Like, how, how can you even trust something like this? I'm... I already had my life completely messed up by a vaccine. And I'm definitely not taking this one for a million different reasons. I will never take it. But if I did, and I was seeing all of this weird propaganda, I feel like I would want to scrape it out of my body somehow. It's like you, yeah. you can't see this stuff and then think everything is fine. Yeah, because I, it's not fine. The Colbert things, I saw replies from vaccinated oh people god. being like, oh my god, this makes me want to get unvaccinated. Um yeah. Yeah, uh, feel free to plead the fifth on this, but I'm assuming you said, uh, yeah, you don't have to answer this, but I would assume it's a Gardasil. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, had. and I'm, yeah. I'm more than happy to talk about it because it, it's extremely important and people need to know this stuff. I yeah, got Gardasil. Uh, our, our previous guest from New York, uh, Barb's, the comedian, had a horrible reaction to the Gardasil show. Really? Yeah. Did she talk about what happened to her? Yeah, it was a while back. Uh, it was probably the first time she was on the show. Um, but yeah, it's. Huh. I mean, I've seen enough. I, I mean, they were trying to give it to men, and they did give it to men. <laughs> Even though it's for yeah, cervical I, cancer. Yeah, I know one one guy who got it, and like he was totally fine, totally healthy before getting it. And then once he got Gardasil, he developed crippling anxiety. Like, unbelievable anxiety. And I'm pretty sure it's from Gardasil. Like, nothing just happens overnight for absolutely no reason. Same with me. When I got it, the first dose, I passed out. After the second dose, I it's like the next day, my hair started falling out, like in giant clumps. Oh, my God. And then I had crazy heart problems like my heart would start racing and what else it's like my blood pressure would drop out of nowhere and then it's like i'm laying down i'm fine and then when i stand up i almost pass out it's like my legs would turn purple because all of my blood would start pooling in my legs and i would get blinding headaches and then after the third shot Immediately after, every single hair on my body fell out. Every oh. single hair. It's called alopecia universalis. Uh, it's an autoimmune thing where your immune system attacks your hair follicles. Like, who, who just develops this out of nowhere? It's so obvious that it's from Gardasil. And I've heard of other people um, losing their hair after Gardasil. It's like, imagine all the hair on your head, eyebrows, eyelashes. Like, arms, legs, every single hair is gone. Even, like, the tiny little hairs, um, like, I don't know, on your, on your ears or something. Like, that, 
the tiny, tiny hairs. It's like the nose hairs, everything gone. And then my blood how pressure stuff last? got. Like how long I did... still have it. Oh wow! It's my hair's never coming back. Probably. Oh my god! It's like I get an occasional eyelash and stuff that grows in, and then I tell my mom, and we clap and celebrate. It's like it's that sad. It's but I'm I'm used to it now, and I'm so lucky that it wasn't anything worse. And like my blood pressure stuff, I can manage. But if I don't take care of myself for a while, it gets really bad. And it's called POTS. Um, and I can't exercise anymore. It's like I used to love rigorous exercise, but now I can only do something like gentle yoga because I, I pass out. It, it, it messed me up real bad. And through all of this stuff, I met another girl who got injured from Gardasil. She had to get her thyroid removed after Gardasil. So this is poison. Mm -hmm. This is not good. And it does nothing to protect you from anything. And apparently, if assuming it offers protection, which I'm going to go ahead and say it does not. Assuming it offers protection, they're saying it only protects you for five years. So I got this for absolutely no reason. And I got it um, when... I was in college, my university's health center basically made it sound like I would die if I didn't get it. Yeah. So, yeah, obviously, Joe, Joe I, I'm going to be like, yeah, a, give it to me. Joe his, from OBDM was on, and he's a, a gay dude, just like regular, kind of cool guy. His doctor was pressuring him to get the Gardasil shot, and he's not even a... Oh, my God. <laughs> so, it's like, I mean, it's it's wild, and I've seen, like... You know, all the testimonies in Vaxxed to that documentary where boys and girls were getting it. Many of them died. Uh, the, the studies, the Gardasil's own, the manufacturer's own studies showed, and I'm going from memory, but I believe it was you are 37, their own internal studies said you are 37 times more likely to die from the Gardasil shot than you are from the cervical cancer that it's supposed to be prevented. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's bad. It's bad stuff. And get this. Uh, I knew someone a while back from college and I started speaking out about the Scardasil stuff and I posted about it on my Instagram. And this guy was in medical school at the time and he sent me an essay basically telling me I'm an evil piece of shit. And I'm, I should go to the hospital and see all the young women dying from cervical cancer. And I should be ashamed of myself for even saying anything bad about Gardasil. Jesus and another one of my closest friends, who's a nurse, basically told me the same thing. And she said, well, what happened to you is really unfortunate, but there's no way to prove that it's from Gardasil. So you should never, ever say that again. It's like I thought you were my friend. Like there, I'm getting no support from my friends. They're just like, "Oh man, yeah, that sucks." But um, you're cannon fodder. It's, it's these people just suck so bad. They have no yeah. idea what's going on. And they the have no idea. Up, the people up top, I think, are truly evil and know what they're doing. Um, oh yeah. I, 
I don't know why this is going on, but I noticed this like right before we started the show. Top trending on Twitter uh, under the COVID nineteen tab. What we talked about years ago, yeah, and what like Alex, what we talked about, you know, almost two years ago on this show, and what Alex Jones was pointing out ten years ago, or whenever it was, probably more than ten years ago. I guess it was ten years ago because Bill Gates. His, read the headline here. Bill Gates said healthcare and vaccines could reduce unsustainable population growth in a 2010 TED Talk, fact checkers say. Photo from Snopes. Uh, at a 2010 TED Talk about reducing carbon emissions, Microsoft co-founder Bill Gates said that one of the factors contributing to high levels of carbon emissions is population growth and that better healthcare and vaccines could help lower uns- unsustainable population growth, according to Reuters. Which it's... For one thing, they're 10 years late behind Alex Jones pointing this out. But also, it's interesting that, I don't know, They Bill Gates must be the fall guy for a lot of stuff going on. Because I don't know why they're coming out with this and admitting it, even though this was considered crazy. Yeah, uh, that, that's what I was wondering. I saw this really late last night. And I just thought, why, why are they saying this now? Like, why are these fact checkers who are the scum of the earth, I think. I hate fact-checkers, because they're liars. Um, why are they saying this? Why are they pointing this out? But what's even crazier is the amount of people trying to defend Bill Gates and trying to make sense of this thing. How can healthcare and vaccines reduce population? They're saying, oh, it's because people are going to have less children. Yeah, bullshit. Um, that makes no sense. Yeah, exactly. Like, how? why are you even trying to make sense of this? Why are you trying to make it make sense? It, it does not make sense. Flower. Yeah, yes. And it. I don't get it. I don't get it at all. Like, what is the level of mental gymnastics necessary to even come to the conclusion that, yeah, it's going to stop you from having eight or nine kids, and then you're only going to have, like, one or two healthy kids. So, yeah, it's going to reduce the population with vaccines and I don't even think it makes sense in their head, but they're still saying it anyway. Like it <laughs> immediately I think, yeah, it's gonna sterilize people. Just like in that Utopia series. Yeah. yeah. Like I, I, I don't know how it's possible to think anything else. Yeah, it's I don't know. It, I, it, the more the more I look into this kind of shit, the more I think it's an ancient evil that is like take like just run in like the darkest occult you know secret societies that run this like the i want to go full lizard people but at the same time i kind of do like how else could you explain this evil um but i do have to say oh uh, i'm I'm a full believer in the lizard people like i (laughs) i i think they're the ones doing it yeah i mean we david ike was on here and he kind of convinced me even more than i already was uh real quick uh just to announce the winner we got six emails in uh, all within a minute of each other. Uh, Dust in the wind in the chat uh, wins the uh, COVID Land DVD. So I'll be shipping that out to you as soon as it comes in the mail, which should be in a day or two, because it just shipped out today as the release. So, congrats, Dust in the wind. There you go. Yay! Congrats. Enjoy it. <laughs> I haven't seen it yet, but I'm assuming it'll be good. Uh, I got. Uh, I got. Um, a couple updates from our last show. Um, Andrew Wiggins, the NBA player, who was saying, "Did you happen to follow that?" He was saying, "Well, I can. If I get the vaccine, I can still spread it, and I can still get COVID. And why would I? So why would I get it? Especially since I've already had COVID." Oh, is that the guy who had the press conference? I 
couple days ago. Yeah, and there was uh, there was Jonathan Isaac, there was Andrew Wiggins, and I think one or two other NBA players. But Wiggins had to cave, and the audio is not great on this, but hopefully people can hear it. This is just an update from the last episode we did with Truezilla. Andrew Wiggins ended up caving and getting the vaccine, which this is kind of a sad clip, just but I think it's important. Get vaccinated. Uh-huh. I'm not sure, like, the only options was to get vaccinated or not play in the NBA. <laughs> the only the only option was to get vaccinated or not play in the NBA. Yeah. Wow. Um, that was a tough decision. Um, hopefully, you know, it works out in the long run. And ten years, I'm so healthy. Does it feel? I mean, the, after tonight, particularly after this interview, really, the storyline is done. You're playing this season. Does that feel good to just get behind you? Um, it feels good to, to play, but you know getting vaccinated, that's going to be something that, you know, stays in my mind for a long time. Yeah. Um, that's something I wanted to do, but it's kind of forced to. Is, will you have a sour taste in your mouth towards organization, towards the league, towards whatever? I mean, any, you know, in well, this not towards organization, you know, they make the rules. Um, but, you know, I guess... To, to do certain stuff, you know, to work and, and all that, I guess, you don't own your body. You know, that's what it comes down to. Um, if you want to work in society today, then I guess they make the rules of what goes in your body and what you do. And, you know, hopefully there's a lot of people out there that are, you know, stronger than me and keep fighting and, you know, stand for what they believe and you know, hopefully it works out, you know, for Hopefully there's a lot of people that are stronger than me and fight for what they believe. Yeah, it's, uh, it's kind of eerie how he said, I guess in today's society, in order to work, you don't own your own body and what goes into it. Don't have a say in what goes into it. That's kind of concerning to hear this NBA is terrible talking like that. Yeah. That's some scary stuff. Yeah, that that that's concerning. Um, and even more concerning that millionaires like that, I'm assuming he's a millionaire playing for the NBA and on a, starting on a team. If they can force him to do it, I mean, <laughs> although I guess you could say if you don't have anything to lose, they can't really force it on you because you don't have that million-dollar paycheck to get cut. Mm. Yeah, Pretty did you did you see another clip? I think he's an NBA player. I I've, I know nothing about basketball, but I know he's a Turkish guy. Uh, he, I think it was with MSNBC or something, he did an interview uh, talking about, I think, LeBron James. And, yeah, he got the vaccine, but why isn't he telling other people to get the vaccine? Shame on him. I am appalled. This is terrible. It's like, what are you talking about? Like, talking about Stephen A. Smith, insane. maybe he said that? I guess a lot of people are saying that. I don't, I don't, I just know he's a Turkish guy. Oh, he has a Turkish name. Yeah, it's, it's super, super weird. And it is, excruciatingly obvious that he's being either paid by Pfizer or threatened uh, from the NBA about losing his job if he doesn't say this. It's just so painful to even watch. It's so bizarre. And there's a lot of stuff like this. It's just so obvious, like Stephen Colbert, too, with his nightmare vaccine song things like those are just so weird oh my god 
Yeah. There's like five of them. And each one is like weirder than the one before. And it's, it's pretty obvious that he's being paid to do this or forced. Actually, I don't think he would be forced because he's stupid. I don't yeah, know. I it, used to be such a big fan of his Comedy Central show, The Colbert Report, man. It's like, how did. Everything just went to shit. Everything is unbearable yeah. now. Everything. I'm sure you saw the I, Family Guy COVID vaccine video. No. Oh, well, I won't play it again because we played it on the last show, but Stewie and Brian go inside Peter's body and convince him to get a COVID vaccine. and Oh, talk my about, God. Talk about how safe it is and how, like, you know, this is why polio doesn't exist anymore. Oh, my uh, God. It's pretty wild. Okay, see, this is... I don't want to say anything wrong, but... um. I'm of the opinion that if there actually was a very dangerous pandemic right now, this vaccine would not need, um, like, a billion-dollar marketing campaign. Yeah, and there's constant that. Reminders and they wouldn't be that, firing all the healthcare workers. What is it, 100,000 yeah. healthcare workers, nurses and doctors, and, OB, like, all these people got fired from uh, around New York during a pandemic? It's like, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, yeah, and um, this was last year. This is like summer of last year. If there was an extremely deadly pandemic, my friend would, who was in New York, would not have been able to book a flight to Miami to get plastic surgery. If in a pa- in an actual pandemic that doesn't happen, like you, you don't fly to the other end of the country to get liposuction. That it just doesn't work that way. And this is someone who is fully convinced that there is a pandemic. I'm going to so go like lay a- down and show them my <laughs> belly. <laughs> but yeah, can you imagine you, on the one hand, you think there's a pandemic, but then you also go and get liposuction in in a hospital. Yeah. Doesn't doesn't make much it's, sense. No, no, and you also wouldn't be able to go to TJ Maxx and smell the candles there if there's actually a pandemic. There's, <laughs> there's just so much about this stuff that doesn't make sense. And again, I'm going to say the same thing. None of it makes sense. None of it makes sense. And it just sucks that there's so many people who can't put two and two together. I know in my life personally, two people that work for Pfizer and both of them are like, fuck no, I ain't getting that thing. And luckily Pfizer and Moderna and along with Congress and the entire White House staff are exempt from the mandates, which is convenient. (sighs) But here's a Colbert. Sorry, go ahead. Uh, It's just how how can anyone who even if you love the vaccine and you really want it, how how can you hear that? The company making the vaccines, their their employ the employees don't need to get it. Like, how can you see that and still say, "Yeah, this is fine." I still yeah, support and the, this. and the legislators and politicians that are mandating it don't have to get it. It's like, hmm, it's, it's insane. Here's uh, here's Colbert. Uh, I haven't actually seen this one yet, so this should be good. I think this is uh, yeah, I guess this is an older one, but it's actually. <clears throat> Probably translates to audio better than the one that's just. Da, 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 da. Here we go. Wow, 
Welcome back, everybody. Thanks to the readily available COVID vaccine, Americans are back to enjoying our favorite summer social activities, family reunions, pool parties, shoving your family in the pool. And I'll give you all the latest vax facts in my long-running segment, The Vaccine. When we poke you, well, we know you're going to be, you're going to be safe from COVID infecting you. When you go out, yeah, I know you're going to hug, you're going to hug and not worry, it might kill you. J and J there maybe, or did they say Johnson? Was... Pfizer, Pfizer was first. I, I... <laughs> Sorry, I'm I'm gonna fling myself off the balcony. I my god, <laughs> this is so unbearable. <laughs> it's pretty bad. We're damn close to President Biden's goal of 70% of American adults getting vaccinated by July 4th, but unfortunately... Eh, didn't make it. <laughs> so, uh, one thing I noticed, and I pointed this out a while ago, is did you, John, John Oliver and Stephen Colbert, once they got, I'm assuming, the Moderna vaccine, started looking way more like Bill Gates. They started wearing Bill Gates glasses, they got the gray in their hair, like Bill Gates, like, and they got this, like, what Dvorak points out is the vasectomy look once you get your balls clipped. They all start looking like they both started looking similar to Bill Gates. Have you noticed this? No. Oh, uh, look That's at That's so weird. Yeah, look at it. It's weird. I don't know what to think about it. I I mean maybe it's aging them. But no, it's probably more to more to the story than that. I think I it's know. also feminizing them like Bill Gates is Pretty effeminate. Uh, one more on the update front from last episode. I got an update on Australia here. So first of all, uh, I can announce that by Friday the 15th of October, every single authorised worker that is on that authorised worker list, whether they be in Melbourne or in regional Victoria, will need to have had at least one dose of a COVID-19 vaccine. That is, if they want to continue working. If there's people that don't want this mandatory vaccine, how do we manage well, this? Well, then they won't be going to work. Oh. Okay. It's very, very simple. It's very simple. We want to open the place up. You want to? I'm not taking lectures on freedom from people who will hold all of us back. Right? We want to be free. We're going to be free. We're going to be open. And the key to that is getting these vaccination numbers up and up and up. Does that mean you don't have confidence in that 80% number anymore? No, no, not not at all. We've just got to get as many people vaccinated as possible. And it's not about it's not about the ultimate number. But will there be exemptions? I know you've just said there's a lot of... No, there'll be, there'll be detailed consultations, and I'm not looking to exempt anyone. I think I'm, I'm, a, I'm in the business of encouraging... Uh, and where necessary, through orders signed by the Chief Health Officer, mandating people getting vaccinated where they pose a significant risk. There's too much. There's too much at stake. You will need to be double vaxxed as a, as an authorised worker. Even when after we get to 80% and the authorisations 
are no longer there, the mandate, the rule, the Chief Health Officer direction will stay in place because cases will still be an issue then. But no, that's not, that's not the case. We're going to have a vaccinated economy and we're going to lock some people out because that is far better than locking everybody down. The crowd goes, ah! That's the decision that we've made. Ah! And I would appeal to people, these vaccines are safe and they work. So please go and get one. They're safe and they work. That's pretty good. Wow. I'm going to go lay down and... Oh, whoops. Wrong. I meant to do this one. Uh, what is it? Yeah. You can run, but nobody escapes the needle. Nobody escapes the needle. My God. See, a vaccine that's so safe, effective necessary and it works so good that you need to be forced to get it yeah. forced we're gonna yeah, lock that, him that, out of the economy my god how can how can you trust something like that i i sure wouldn't see this is this is what i think say there's a new candy bar a, a brand new candy bar Okay. And there, it has the biggest marketing campaign ever from everywhere. Government, celebrities, everyone just saying, oh, it tastes so good. So good. You need to eat this. You need to buy this. It's free. Actually, you don't even need to buy it. Just go to the store. We're going to give it to you. Eat it. Are you eating it yet? You need to eat this. <laughs> Would you trust that? Hell no. Uh, no, and I would trust it even less when the manufacturer could put whatever poison they want in that candy bar without being held liable. Yeah, yeah, that's that should be the only red flag you need. If something happens to you, you can't sue them. You can't do anything. They're just like, well, we don't care. <laughs> Booberry in the chat. It's, it's kind of a non sequitur to what we we're talking about, but I thought it was funny. My condom only works if you're wearing a condom. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my God. God. Uh, and, and, um, I think... Also... I think... I'm not sure. I think there's something about them um, not telling you all of the ingredients. Like, I saw this thing a couple days ago, and I tweeted about it, and Twitter threatened to suspend my account when I posted this. Uh, there was something in the Pfizer vaccine that they said something about it, and then they retracted that, and then they're like, yeah, don't worry about it. It's just salt water. Did you see that? <laughs> no, I did not. But please send me that. I'll put it in the show notes. Yeah, I, I took a screenshot of it somewhere. It's so crazy. Man. Yeah, that is that is wild. Um, yeah, I, I need to look. I, there's so much stuff coming out every day that I just can't keep up with. One thing that really blew my mind. God, I can't. What's uh, Car Dr. Carrie? What's her last name? Madej. Yes, I could never pronounce it. Um, and you said you peripher peripherally, like your mom knows her or something. But um, that video of her showing the slide images under the microscope of Moderna was crazy. I don't know what to think about that. I saw another one. Um, someone... I think they looked at the Pfizer vaccine, or maybe I'm still thinking of the same one that you're talking about. It was like a million different unidentified particles and stuff in it. Yeah, and she said it was like self-replicating, like self assembling 
uh, artificial material in there, and like there's that cube at the end of these strands, which I guess you could say is mRNA. But the one thing that really j- gave me the jibblies was the ten- little tentacle creature that she said seemed yeah. self-aware, and she said it seemed like it knew they were watching it, and she said maybe that was a fluke, and then they got another vial of Moderna under the glass, and and I'm hoping she comes through with what she said she could probably do is get the video under the microscope of that thing moving, but it's like this eight tentacle little creature that's in the Moderna vaccine like some kind of gmo nanobot like what the who knows what the fuck that's for yeah and i completely trust her and i i know she's telling the truth about everything she says i and i could say this because uh she's my mom's friend mm-hmm. like they are friends and uh i was actually gonna go um spend some time with her in the dominican republic to see if she can help my vaccine injury and to help me like detox and stuff, but it just it never happened, which sucks. But because tra- yeah. COVID traveling, uh, yeah, yeah, it was like right before all the stuff started that I was gonna go, and then with my work schedule and stuff, I couldn't, and then the COVID shit started, so it never. Well, ended yeah, happened. she seems like a real, uh, like she seems like a real knowledgeable person and a hero if if she's exposing this stuff. I know. I mean, I, I posted that video and most of the responses uh, I got were like, well, she's going to disappear pretty quick. And I was like, God, I hope, I hope not. Yeah, but, I really hope nothing happens to her. Um, I really yeah, hope it doesn't. I'll put the, I, it's a long video, like 15 minutes, but I'll put that in the show notes for anybody listening so they can go find it. He was, uh, she was on the Peter, some, some guy's show that I had never heard before, but they, they show you the pictures and she describes what she saw with the, Pfizer, or not the Pfizer, the Moderna and the Johnson and Johnson under the microscope, and the Johnson and Johnson one was like that doesn't look good, but the Fi- the uh, same Pfizer, the Moderna one was freaky what she saw there. So definitely go check that out. Anybody listening, I'll put that in the show notes. And um, I do have, uh, I think she's in this clip here actually on anti antibody dependent enhancement, which has been a real. Uh, Serious issue, not just from these this vaccine rollout, but all the coronavirus and mRNA vaccines that they've tried to do over the last 20 years. Wild virus. Government's been trying for Robert almost Kennedy 30 Jr. years to develop a coronavirus vaccine, and it's been unsuccessful. And between 2002 and 2012, 2014, they worked very hard to do that. And what happened is they developed about 35 vaccines, and they chose the four most promising, and they gave them to ferrets, which are which is the animal that is most analogous to human beings when it comes to upper lung respiratory infections. The ferrets had a brilliant, robust, and durable antibody response. But then something horrible happened. When those ferrets were challenged, when they were exposed to the wild virus, they got horribly sick. They got inflammation throughout their bodies, and they died. The vaccines for coronaviruses have had a terrible safety record. There is a condition known as disease enhancement due to pathogenic priming. And this was discovered in vaccinated animals in past vaccine safety studies when they did conduct vaccine safety studies on animals on coronavirus vaccines, where vaccinated animals got more serious disease after being vaccinated and then when they acquired an infection. This modified messenger RNA. This is her, yeah. Dr. Carey here. DNA vaccine. They have tried them in the past 20 years on animal studies. And they've been terrible results because in these studies, when the animals 
got the, the vaccine, at first they had robust immune systems, great antibodies, T-cell response, great, good, looking good. Then they challenged them with that virus or that bacteria. And every time the animals got sicker or died than much more than the placebo group. So we can expect that, and I think that's why they skipped the animal trials with this vaccine. They don't want anyone to know that. So guess when all these people who get the vaccine, when will they be challenged? The next flu season, maybe the next yes. cold they get. And then they'll blame it on the COVID-20 killing them when it wasn't the COVID. It. it was the vaccine that they intentionally gave them knowing the results, knowing how many people they would hurt and kill, how many children they would hurt and kill. Yeah. This is intentional, and people need to wake up to this because that's pure science right there. You've just absolutely nailed it. Bullseye. Uh, and the uh, Dr. Robert Malone, the inventor of mRNA vaccines, says the same thing. Like, this is going to cause antibody-dependent enhancement. Don't take it, is essentially what that guy's saying. So, The guy that invented I mean, it is saying Let's see what happens. Yeah. I'm, be... I'm worried for everyone. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> I'm. I think the... The alarmism of people like, like I said, like Tenpenny and um, Dr. Judy Mikovits, even though I really like Mikovits, I'm, I can't imagine that she's correct because the, the death toll is going to be, you know, that, I mean, if that's true, half the U.S. population is going to be gone in five years. Of course, there was the, um, the top outfit on population statistics was predicting that uh, by 2025, the U.S. population would be cut in half, but that was before COVID. They predicted that. So, I mean, who knows? Like, who knows what's real and what's misinformation and what's just to get everybody in a panic? Um, yeah, but- I mean, that's the that's the whole point of what they're doing. They're giving you some real information and then a whole bunch of lies, and it just confuses you, and you're like, I don't know what to believe. But I'm I'm on the side of you just got to be careful no matter what. Yeah. Got to be prepared for anything. And don't know. Definitely yeah, don't know what to believe. I, I what the still, heck's going on around here? I still don't know what these vaccines are going to do to people. I, my aunt, um, she got the Johnson and Johnson shot. She was basically forced to get it. Like my cousin, emotionally manipulated her into getting it, which I will never forgive my cousin for doing. He didn't get it himself. But he forced his mother to get it, which is a total asshole move. Yeah. Can you imagine? Like, I will never forgive him for doing that. Yeah. Yeah. It's evil. There's something wrong with him. I mean, I already knew he sucked. Like, he (laughs) he has some very bad manipulative tendencies. But anyway, my aunt, she is of the type, like, hear no evil, see no evil, speak no evil. She's just happy. She likes to, you know, drink beer during the day and then take a nap and then play like a casino app on her phone. She's like 70, I think. But anyway, she she's so happy. She's fine, healthy, and then she gets the shot and then immediately after her knees like swell up like melons and she can't really walk now and she's having kidney and bladder problems. Which she has never had before. So there's definitely something in the vaccine that does it. Um, I have heard of other people getting 
weird symptoms. One of my closest friends got the Pfizer one, and she has been having mental problems. And she's having problems with her ovaries, and one of them is like swollen, and she keeps you say having she's to go having to the doctor. What kind of problems? Menstrual problems. Oh. Yeah, I thought you so, said mental problems, but then I was like, oh. you know, pot- potato, potato. I guess it kind of eased the same thing. Menstrual and mental. Was that sexist? I guess it probably was. No. Okay. <laughs> no, I mean, it's true, so. Uh, I walked but, into that. Yeah, one. she's been having a whole bunch of problems, and I don't know if in her head she's connecting it to the vaccine, but it started right after she got it. What is all this stuff? It's like, yeah. what, what do you think? Why, why do you think all these people, they're having these problems, but they don't think it's from the vaccine? Like, how because is that possible? Because they've been told it's not. Did you see that one headline from a couple months ago? I think it was in the New York Post. Uh, it literally said, a woman dies minutes after getting the vaccine of something else. Yeah. Yeah, and I also love the, it's like vaccinated, there's been a couple headlines like this, where it's like vaccinated man dies of, uh, dies of COVID-19, but his symptoms would have been far worse if he was unvaccinated. It's like, I get worse than death. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, yeah, it kills you twice. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's insane. Um, I think it's, it's just, uh, less, it's working on less and less people, like we were talking about earlier, but there's still a good chunk of the population that, I mean, if, the government, if the CDC or if, you know, MSNBC or CNN, whoever, Fauci, any of these people that they listen to as voices of authority, if they told them to, like, you know, drink quick dry cement and shove a pine cone up their ass to stop COVID, they'd do it. And then they'd yeah. like, criticize anybody that wasn't doing that. It's like, what, you know, yeah. what are you going to do? Yeah. I mean, I could totally see that happening in my building. Um, there's a ridiculous mask mandate in my apartment building where if even if you are completely alone, there's no one else near you, you need to wear a mask. And I'm not a crazy person, so I'm not doing that. I refuse. And I need to go get my mail. Like, I get my mail from the lobby, and there is, like, a receptionist there, and I get everything from her. Twice, she has withheld my mail from me, which is a felony, but... Because it's like such a gray area. That's what they said. They said it's a gray area. So I can't do anything about it. They, they're like committing felonies by withholding my mail over me not wearing a mask. And meanwhile, the lady not giving me my mail has her mask on her chin. And then she has the nerve to say it's for both of our protection. <laughs> It's like, are you, are you insane? And it is taking so much effort for me not to snap on her. I've been more than polite with her. I have not, I've raised my voice once, but I don't feel bad about it. It's just insane stuff like this. And, um, with this mask mandate in my building, they had the mask mandate. They, and then they said, okay, you don't need it, masks are optional. And then they changed it back, and they said, okay, now you need a mask. And there's a $25 fine for not wearing a mask. And then they changed it again, and now it's a $100 fine, which they don't even have the power to do. It's like, imagine, I I own 
my condo. I'm the homeowner. They can't charge me anything. Like, I, I'm not going to pay a goddamn thing. They can't do anything about it. And just because there is this mandate, and they have very aggressively worded posters all around the building saying, um, no mask, no entry. Yeah, and like, <laughs> the numbers are going up. The numbers are going up. <laughs> the numbers are going up. Wear your mask. Wear your mask. Wear- yeah, exactly. It's like on red and orange paper in like all caps. And um, just because of those posters, people are complying. And there's this one lady, this was a couple months ago. She was obsessed with the fact that I am not wearing a mask. She reported me a couple times. She scolded me a million times. She raised her voice at me. Who wishes to kneel before me? Yeah, and I I kept asking her, I'm like, why why would I need to wear a mask? And she's like, there are rules. And then I saw her the day that they got rid of the mask mandate. She wasn't wearing a mask. So obviously she's just trying to follow the rules and be a good little slave citizen. Karen. And then, yeah, exactly. And then this was the other day. This is like a couple days ago. I was, I was in the elevator. It stops on another floor. And then this woman walks in with her son and her son looks about like 20. They're both wearing masks, like all the way up to their eyes. And I couldn't help myself. I asked the lady, I said, do you like wearing that mask? And she went all out. She's like, no, I hate it. I don't want to wear this. And so I asked her, I said, well, then why are you wearing it if you don't want to? Just take it off. She points to her son and she says, he makes me wear it. <laughs> so I asked him, I'm like, are you serious? It's like, why? Why do you feel the need to wear this on your face? This like magic piece of cloth on your face. And then How also force her to wear it. He looks like he's 20 or something. Oh. Okay. And yeah, so I'm like, why are you doing this? You know what he said? He's like, well, there are rules. Th- that's it. He's just like, yeah, I'm following the rules. There are rules. And oh it's God. people like this who do not want to use their heads. I am just that are authors. Yeah, that's <laughs> precisely. And it's... It's just making everything so much worse. So much worse. And I'm actually thinking of... I don't know how I would accomplish this, but I'm thinking of making some sort of announcement in the building. Maybe I'll put posters up somewhere. I don't know. Maybe I'll just talk to people around. Um, I want to get people together and people who are against this stuff and have had enough and just convince them that... You, you need to stop complying or, um, I don't know. I'll run for the board of the building or something. Cause oh, they're the yeah. ones coming up with these bogus rules. It's like, I, I'm not going to do this anymore. I've had enough. I like it's, it. it. Like start, start. I have so the best, the best change you can make is directly around you. I'm all for it. Yeah. Yeah. And I just, I just need to find the right people. Um, cause I know these people aren't doing it for their health. There's like no one who who actually is scared of all this and and okay get this my building has a pool and it's like on the beach and you just like get out of the elevator and you're basically by the pool there are people like 
putting on their mask at the pool outside in like 90 degree Florida heat and like walking around with that and then getting in the elevator with their mask on. And I know that they are just doing it to follow rules. And um, last night when I took my dog out, I saw a lady get out of her car in the parking lot and then put her mask on in the parking lot to walk to the elevator. And yeah, I just need to, I, I need this to stop. I got bitched for, out by like a nurse last night at my job for no reason other than she was like talking about how she had a long day and at the hospital. And I was like, oh, which hospital do you work at? My wife works at the hospital, blah, blah, blah. She's like, oh, COVID's killing us. Make sure you get vaccinated. And I was like, nah, I'm good. Hard pass. And then she's like, well, it's because of you that our hospitals are filling up. And it's like, well, the vaccinated oh people, the vaccinated people can still spread, transmit, contract and spread the the virus. And I expect her to be like, that's not true. But she admitted it was true. She's like, yeah, everybody can still spread it, but it's the unvaccinated people that are filling up our hospitals. So she, I How guess her argument was sense? that I, <laughs> it's like, uh, anyway, she, she's got real heated and started yelling at me. And I was just, I, especially when I started hitting her with statistics and, you know, the latest studies coming out of Israel and stuff, she just fumed off and stormed off. But it's like, there, a lot of the healthcare industry is awake, I will say. Um, since like we just had our first baby and, you know, our pediatrician was saying, make sure you don't bring the baby around vaccinated people because they'll, they could really? spread the virus and they could spread the virus to the baby and not know they're sick. And then I like they was one of the, the OBGN or whatever at the hospital was saying, well, I'm supposed to, when we were taking the baby out, there was like, I'm supposed to read you all this COVID stuff. And I was like, sarcastically, I was immediately like, we're going to make sure that baby has a shot every day for the rest of his life. And she without missing a beat, she goes, well, if Pfizer and Moderna have their way, then that's probably where we're headed. So a lot of these people know oh, it's shit. bullshit, too, in the healthcare industry. Yeah, um, I met someone thanks to Twitter. uh a doctor at a hospital in California who does not want to take the vaccine, knows what's going on with it, and he's trying to find a way to, you know, get his exemption, keep his exemption, and maybe is thinking of moving to someplace like Florida where it might be easier for him to stay not vaccinated. See, I don't even use the word unvaccinated because... The human default is not full of vaccines. So I'm, I'm not even going to say the word unvaccinated, but yeah, there's, I'm guessing there's so many people like him, so many doctors, nurses who oh, know what's up. And what we need is for them to speak out. Yeah. We really need that. If only people would stop being afraid of losing their jobs, because if everyone started speaking out at the same time, then, yeah, no one would lose their job, probably. Get what? those fucking babies vaccinated! I am at risk! I think I think you're absolutely right. It's going to be um, the people in the field that are going to be the ones. And, and uh, Veritas, I actually have a couple of those clips we have time to get into later. If the Pfizer employees on hidden camera saying that natural antibodies are better and that it's all about money, but yada, yada. Did you see that latest Veritas thing? Yeah, yeah. And apparently there's another one coming out tonight. Nice. Yeah, that's, they're hit I or think. miss. Sometimes they do really good stuff, and sometimes I'm like, eh, you guys overhyped this one, but that one was really I good. Mean, 
I don't know. I, I kind of feel that way about all of them. And maybe it's because I already know the stuff they're saying. Yeah, that's that part of it. That it doesn't feel like overwhelming. Well, yeah, it's underwhelming, I should say. Yeah. It's just like I already knew this. And just someone who works there saying it doesn't really do anything for me. But yeah. I'm sure it's pretty like, whoa, to many people. But weirdly, there are also so many who see it and they're like, this is misinformation. It's like, yeah. dude, it's literally someone at Pfizer. Project Veritas <laughs> has it. been discredited. Yeah, but the guy from <laughs> Pfizer's saying it. He doesn't work for Project Veritas. Well, how do you know? Uh, do you know who Peter Duesberg is? No. This is an old Joe Rogan episode. He was one of, he's a molecular biologist going way back who was disputing HIV back when Fauci was killing all those people with his AIDS medication that he <laughs> was pushing. Um, back when, remember when Fauci was going to the gay bathhouses to air quotes, investigate the cause of AIDS, who's kept going to the gay bathhouses? Wait, I did not know that. Oh yeah, look I mean, that I up. Fauci, Fauci frequented HIV gay bathhouses to look, to do HIV research. My God. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm sure, sure he all... was doing some research, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so this is Peter Duesberg on Joe Rogan early on in Rogan's show. And Rogan, I think, has since apologized for having this guy on, but he shouldn't have because he was basically, well, he disputes the scientific community and their motives right here in this clip. The CDC hmm. are not very straight or not very honorable about this. They never report... Uh, Pneumonias or Kaposi sarcomas of HIV-free people as pneumonia sarcomas. They call, they, they have an AIDS statistic when you're HIV positive, then they report these diseases in the, uh, the diseases sure. in, in gay men or in chunkies that are not antibody positive are not even in the same channel. A lot of people you never hear about it. So it that just automatically gets lumped into the AIDS deaths. Yeah, that's what they do. And that's a political decision? Of course. It, the whole disease is a political. How can you have a common cause for dementia, weight loss, fever, pneumonia, Kaposi sarcoma, diarrhea, leukemia, and whatever, wasting disease? It's 27 altogether from one Cause so one virus that doesn't do anything together. in the first place. Lumping them all together is nothing but a money grab. It's a mistake. Well, I mean, money, it's, it's much more ego than money in scientists. Really? Oh, yeah. They want to be famous and they want to be in the history books and the textbooks. They Legacy. have discovered something. Gallo would sell his mother for a Nobel Prize. <laughs> the CDC has continued to exploit public trust by transforming seasonal flus and other minor epidemics into monstrous crises and by manufacturing contagious plagues out of non-infectious medical conditions. So the German guy talking, Peter H. Duisberg, uh, German-American molecular biologist and a professor of molecular and cell biology at the University of California, Berkeley. He is known for his early research into the genetic aspects of cancer. And then right up top, and this is a long Wikipedia page on him, but right up top they say he is a proponent of AIDS denialism, the debunked claim that HIV does not cause AIDS. Um, I would say it's far from debunked, but that's a topic for another day. Um, let's see here. Just to, just to, uh, kind of emphasize his point, this is Carl Sagan, who I guess would be fully canceled today. The great Carl Sagan. Science is 
more than a body of knowledge. It's a way of thinking, a way of skeptically interrogating the universe with a fine understanding of human fallibility. If, if we are not able to ask skeptical questions, to interrogate those who tell us that something is true, to be skeptical of those in authority, then we're up for grabs for the next charlatan, political or religious who comes ambling along. Yeah. Oh man, they they would have gotten rid of Carl Sagan so fast. They would have Alex Jones <laughs> him probably. Yeah. yeah. Conspiracy theorist and and science denier Carl Sagan. <laughs> they he literally would have called me science denier. <laughs> I'm going to use this one so much now. He disrespected science. <laughs> That's Dwight from The Office that, saying that on Utopia. Disrespected science. That reminds science. me. That reminds me of Fauci basically saying, "I am the science." If you oh yeah, when you me, attacks you on me, science. quite frankly, are attacks on science. You do not know what you are talking about, quite frankly, <laughs> and I want to say that officially. You do not know what you are talking about. I don't have the actual clip of him saying that, but he, they play it on OBDM all the time. It's a great sound drop where he Fauci says, "Quite frankly, attacks on me are attacks on science." <laughs> He's the worst. Did uh, you see the trailer for that? Um, the Disney Plus documentary about him? Yeah, Jesus I think it's Christ. Disney Plus with Nat Geo. And they're like making him into some weird, almost religious figure. It's like he's an idol. Oh, yeah. He's the new and, Gandhi. Oh, my God. It, because I as we know, Gandhi profited off the clip. sickness of millions for decades. If not billions at this point. Surprise, surprise. And also, like Gandhi, he, uh, yeah, he, he's the highest paid government employee. Just like Gandhi, perhaps she is. One and the same. He does not deserve any of that. It's fucking ridiculous. He doesn't deserve a penny. Scientists do science. He just respected science. <laughs> uh, I can't believe that people still, there are people who still listen to Fauci. Uh, but you, you, I think it is a very small number at this point. I think it's pretty small. But, see, I don't want to trust the comments that social media platforms show me. But, for example, um, when I look on even Instagram on, uh, like, some mainstream news outlets account, and if they post something about, like, Fauci or the CDC, I look at the comments, and all of them are, like... This is ridiculous. You keep yeah. flip flopping. I don't trust this. So I, flip I'm of the opinion that most people what we call don't them. trust this. Flip yeah. flopping Fauci. Triple F. It it would be so stupid of anyone to listen to a word that comes out of that <laughs> goblin's mouth. Yeah, he's a goblin demon, the creature. Yeah, he really is. He Where sucks. The, what the what freaking dimension is this little creature from? I got a... Yeah, that, that's what I feel about Fauci. <laughs> While we're on Fauci, I got the Fauci clip you brought. Um, I think this is... Yeah, this is the one you tweeted out. But you are a member of society. And as a member of society, reaping all the benefits of being a member of society, you have a responsibility to society. And I think each of us, particularly in the context of a pandemic that's killing millions of people, you have got to look at it and say there comes a time when you do have to give up 
what you consider your individual right of making your own decision for the greater good of society. But you are a member. Yeah. Oh, that that clip makes me crazy. That is some. The sick- crowd goes ah ah. Yeah, like, can can you imagine one person who hears that and they're like, yes, yes, go Fauci, go Fauci. <laughs> like, no, that is disgusting genocidal language. Like that, that's actually genocidal language. And he's telling you, like that NBA guy, I forgot his name already, said like you don't own your body. Which is what Fauci is telling you. He's like, you don't even have a choice. And he says, what did he say? He's like, um, what you consider to be your right to choose. So yeah. he's saying, it's like the you already guy. don't I'm, have I'm a choice. I'm sick of hearing about freedom. Yeah. Fuck your freedom. Yeah. And, uh, that other, that guy, he's another Turkish guy. And Bill uh, Gates also said, people act like you have a choice. You don't have a choice. Yeah. I, I think he said that like a couple times in some clips. And there was that one influencer, I forgot his name, but I know he's a Turkish guy who lives in Los Angeles. Uh, he's that Twitch guy. Mmm, shit, I forgot his name. But he did, like, in part of his stream, uh, he said, like, I wanna, like, those hogs that don't get vaccinated, I wanna inject them in their sleep. Like, oh, you're you. talking about Hesababi? Yes! He did, uh, he, yeah, yeah, him. He him. teamed up with H3H3 for a new show, and H3H3, Ethan Klein, is the worst human being on the planet. They're doing a show I together now, and it's like in an Infowars-looking big studio. It's the oh, two of them. God. Uh, oh, God. The CDC is just like this whole body of scientists that, you know, make the decisions and tell us what to do. You don't have to think about it, dude. Oof. <laughs> um, so, uh, this, this is the one I meant to play, actually. I don't think you'll ever see a mandating of vaccine, particularly for the general public. You cannot force someone to take a vaccine. Three weeks later. You have got to look at it and say there comes a time when you do have to give up what you consider your individual right of making your own decision for the greater good of society. But then uh, Rand Paul, at least, even though it might just all be for show, Rand Paul's fighting back against the HHS secretary, Xavier Becerra. Xavier. Mr. Becerra, are you familiar with an Israeli study that had uh, 2.5 million patients and found that the vaccinated group was actually seven times more likely to get infected with COVID than the people who had gotten COVID naturally? Senator, I'd have to get back to you on that one. I'm not familiar with that study. Well, you think you might want to be if you're going to travel the country insulting the uh, millions of Americans, including NBA star Jonathan Isaac, who have had COVID, (laughs) recovered, look at a study with 2.5 million people and say, well, you know what? It looks like my immunity is as good as a vaccine or not. And in a free country, maybe I ought to be able to make that decision. Instead, you've chosen to travel the country calling people like Jonathan Isaac and others, myself included, flat earthers. We find that very insulting, goes against the science. Are you a doctor or a medical doctor? I've worked uh, over 30 um, years on health so policy. You're, you're not a medical doctor. Do you have a science degree? And yet you travel the country calling people flat earthers who have had COVID, looked at studies of millions of people, and made their own personal decision that their immunity they naturally acquired is sufficient. But you presume somehow to tell over a 100 million Americans 
who have survived COVID, that we have no right to determine our own medical care. You alone are on high, and you've made these decisions, a lawyer with no scientific background, no medical degree. This is an arrogance coupled with an authoritarianism that is unseemly and un-American. You, sir, are the one ignoring the science. The vast preponderance of scientific studies, dozens and dozens, show robust, long-lasting immunity after COVID infection. Even the CDC does not recommend measles vaccine if you have measles immunity. The same was true for smallpox. But you ignore history and science to shame the flat earthers, as you call them. You should be ashamed of yourself and apologize to the American people for being dishonest about naturally acquired immunity. I like somebody. I like that somebody's out there in the Senate bringing stuff like that up. Yeah, I I don't trust anyone, but I still appreciate anyone who goes against what they're trying to do. Like Ron Paul, I yeah, I'm more of Ron a fan of Danny Rand Paul. Paul yeah, Ron Ron's the man. Rand is like you know half baked. Ron. Yeah, yeah. Ron Paul is like the OG. He's the For best. Real. Yeah, YouTube yeah. just took down his whole channel. Without Didn't warning. they bring it back, though? Oh, maybe. I think. I don't know. Checking live I don't time. I think it? I heard something about it being reinstated after it got taken down. They're like, yeah, we made a mistake. They always do that, yeah. Yeah. We, after like, we, uh, and all your subscribers have been removed. Sorry about that. We're back up now. Oh, my God. Let's see. They're so crazy. And like everything else, they're not subtle about it. Looks like, like it's when, down. Um, the Liberty reports. Oh, up, it but still is. I thought it was the Ron Paul Institute or something. Is that it was what they took down? The Liberty reports up. Maybe I'm confused. Mm-hmm. Don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know what's up, what's down anymore. Yeah, <laughs> in more in more ways than one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, and like my account got nuked a couple months ago. Yeah, but uh, YouTube. My account. Well, no, just my Twitter, not Oh, YouTube. yeah, yeah. Yeah, claiming I impersonated myself. And then, <laughs> that like, I had this account for 10 years. It is linked to my author page that, like, on... I work at Maxim, like the magazine, and my Twitter is linked there. No shit. And it's linked on my website. And I've had this account for 10 years. I used it professionally for 10 years, and then I started tweeting about this COVID stuff, and then I got nuked. And they sent me, Twitter sent me an email saying I violated their policy on impersonation. It's like, how is it possible to impersonate yourself? And I emailed them back a thousand times, and then they finally responded and said, yeah, we'll let you verify your identity. Send us a copy of your passport. So I sent them a copy of my passport. And then they made my suspension permanent, saying I'm impersonating myself. So, yeah, according to them, my passport, like, doesn't even confirm my identity. Wow. Yeah, so that's why I have this new account, and which was, I got threatened that they would shut it down, too. So now I'm thinking, yeah, if I get nuked again, this time I'm going to come back as a lawyer. I'm back as a doctor now, so I'll come back as a lawyer next time. <laughs> Hell yeah. 
Yeah, get on, uh, yeah. get on Mastodon or something. Get a, it, when Twitter totally takes you down, get federated. Yeah, my my brother's been telling me to get on something like Mastodon, but those are used so much less. And yeah, but it's the future, though. It, w- it wouldn't be because it's fun. federated and localized nodes, so the people can't censor it unless they come to your house and shut your server down. You know, or whoever server you're on. Yeah, actually, I might as well just make an account now. I actually started following you on Mastodon, but it's like a clone of your Twitter. It just reposts your tweets. Wait, so I'm already on Mastodon? Yeah, it's like a bot, like a bot that just retweet, like reposts all your tweets on Mastodon. But it's um, interesting. Yeah, you should I be mean, able to just convenient. take over that account and uh, start posting there. I'm not sure. We'll we'll oh, talk. I'm not we'll mad at that. <laughs> Uh, here's part two of that Paul versus Xavier clip. I love. Also, anybody who is like in charge of the HHS and his first name is Xavier, it's like, what the fuck is this? The sword and the stone. Get the fuck out of here. Senator, I appreciate your question and appreciate Xavier. that everyone has their opinion. Uh, we follow the facts and the science at HHS. We use the expertise of the. This, by the way, this is the same HHS that that clip you played. Um, this oh, one. You can think of the vaccine as protection against COVID. Or you can consider it your ticket, your ticket to the next big thing in life. Yeah, so that's the same HHS that he, I guess I'm assuming he greenlit that since he's the head of oh, the HHS. God. But yeah, surprise, go back to surprise. Surprise. <laughs> Here he is, Senator. I appreciate your question and appreciate that everyone has their opinion. Uh, we follow the facts and the science at HHS. We use the expertise of the medical professionals, the scientists at uh, HHS to make decisions. Uh, it's a team effort, and we rely on what is on the ground showing us results. Except for the dozens and dozens of studies, in fact, most, if not all, of the studies show robust immunity from getting the disease naturally. The CDC says if you've had measles and have immunity, you don't have to be vaccinated. The same was true of smallpox. You're selectively doing this because you want us to submit to your will. You have no scientific background, no scientific degrees, and yet you aren't really concerned about 100 million Americans who had the disease. You just want to tell us, do as you're told. That's what you're telling us. You want to mandate this on all of us. You're going to tell us if I have 100 employees, you're going to put me out of business with a $700,000 fine if I don't obey what you think is a science. Don't you understand that it's presumptuous for you to be in charge of all the science? Have you ever heard of the second opinion? I can't go to my doctor and ask my doctor's opinion. I mean, this is, is, is incredibly arrogant combined with this authoritarian nature that you think, well, we'll just tell all of America to do what I say and they better or we'll find them or put them in jail or not let them go to school or not let them travel. The science is against you on this. The science is clear. Naturally acquired immunity is as good as a vaccine. The Israel study actually showing it better. This isn't an argument against the vaccine, but it's an argument for letting people make a decision who already have immunity. You're not willing to consider natural immunity? Senator, our team has reviewed every study that's out there on COVID, whether it's from Israel, from the U.S., or wherever else. They have used the facts that have been provided through the uh, rigorous research that's been done to reach conclusions. 660-odd thousand Americans and more have died because of COVID. I would dispute those numbers. Same. (laughs) Same. Yeah. I doubt it's even a third of that, but, well, you know, whatever. Um, 
Well, yeah, they're saying people who have, well, this is in Croatia. This is like my go-to thing. That guy in Croatia falls off his roof or like off a ladder or something and then dies. And they're like, yeah, you know what? It was actually COVID. Right. He died of COVID. Like, dude, he fell off of a ladder. Motorcycle accidents, car crashes, gunshots. Gunshots. Skydiving at this point, I wouldn't be surprised. (laughs) Yeah. How pathetic. That's it's pretty ridiculous. I don't know. I have some Project Veritas, like a couple of those, and then a David Icke clip. Um, I don't know. We can probably skip the Veritas stuff since you've already seen it. I think at yeah. this point it's safe to say most people have already seen that. But uh, what I don't know. What else? Uh, is there anything else you wanted to touch on before we wind down here? Hmm. I'm not sure. I had some stuff in mind, but see, when I don't write it down, I forget. Oh, yeah. That's a constant totally struggle. Forget. Yeah, I've been struggling with my memory lately. It's been so bad. It's that 5G probably, bro. You know what? I would not be surprised. It sounds crazy, but I feel like my my brain is like slowing down or I'm just overwhelming myself with so much <laughs> yeah. stuff that uh, they when they first rolled out 5G in those fire departments, I like saw interviews with like fire chiefs all kinds of, like from all over the place when they had 5G rolled out at fire departments where like they were getting nosebleeds and memory loss and they'd be like walking oh, somewhere and they wow. didn't remember where they where they were going or where they were just a minute ago and it's just like fuck huh. that. Fuck all that. Okay, then yeah. Um I'm gonna say that five G is messing with my head. <laughs> oh. oh, I know what I wanted to talk about. Yeah. Um I forgot when this was. It was a couple months ago. Uh at the Vatican they had some weird event basically promoting the vaccine. Do you know what I'm talking about? They're like a bunch of people mm-hmm. from, I think, the I think World Economic Forum. Uh, they had like some really weird celebrities there. And it's just like the Pope is like, oh, yeah, it was something about like vaccines and science and the soul. Like that stuff is so, so weird. And then there was that other thing. Vaccines about and Pope. science and the soul. You know what creeps me out about that is like this idea that like if um, think Dr. Carey's right and they have that shit is in the vaccine, that little like um, tentacle, those little tentacle things. And like they, they could be terraforming your body to take your soul out of it. <laughs> like who knows what they're doing? Well, yeah. Uh, did you see that one clip of Bill Gates from a long time ago uh, talking about some kind of. A vaccine some- against uh, the. To uh, get God rid of the God gene. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah that yeah, was a yeah. DARPA guy. Um, it went around that that was Bill Gates, but I am fairly so it certain that it, it was not Bill Gates, but it was a guy that worked at DARPA. Okay, well, then. But he sounded like Bill then. Gates. It was like really weird how similar it was, but I'm fairly certain. I'm almost positive that's not Bill Gates. Hmm. Well, regardless, I. It's still I wouldn't a real be surprised. Thing, real technology. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if they. They're putting some shit in the vaccine that is really messing with people that way. Um, I don't know about the taking their soul out, but that's completely possible. <laughs> but totally I have, spitballing. I've, I've noticed from a couple people who have taken the vaccine, their behavior has changed. I noticed it in, I have a doctor that I see regularly. And I've seen him for over 10 years. Uh, he got the vaccine a couple months ago, and at one of my appointments, this was like 
a month and a half ago or something. He went crazy on me for absolutely no reason, started yelling at me about how I'm costing him money, I'm wasting his time. It's just out of out of nowhere. He went completely crazy on me, and it made no sense. And he was like, well, maybe it's time for you to find a new doctor. He's like yelling at me. It's like, dude, I didn't even do anything. I didn't even say anything. And it's stuff like this. That's one thing I've noticed. Another I've noticed is another one of my friends who was completely against getting the vaccine, totally against all the stuff. He gets it. And then his personality, like, kind of changed. Mm. He, he stopped being funny, happy. Like, he's just been so weird. And he's been very cold. It's, so I don't know what's going on. If they on. can change, if the, like, mRNA, if they can program your DNA with that, it would make sense that they would do it more, like, I mean, they could do anything they want with that. Elon Musk said way before COVID that with mRNA, they could turn a human into a butterfly, theoretically, so. Shit. They can modify your, your, uh, your brain chemistry with that over time, I would say. There's no way. So my wife just brought me the mail, and those... COVID land DVD came just now, so I'll be shipping that out to Dust in the Wind uh, tomorrow. What timing? That's Providence, right? Scientists do science. You disrespected science. Yeah. <laughs> um, I got one clip we can close out on, and then uh, we can let people know where they can find you after that. This is Ike on uh, the increase in VAERS reporting. In the first David Icke, the man himself. In the first quarter of 2021, reported deaths following vaccinations have uh, increased by six thousand percent over the numbers reported in 2020. In this period. When this these uh, gene therapies called vaccines have been rolled out, um, there has been a massive increase in deaths reported to the uh, vaccine adverse event reporting uh, system VAERS this year. Uh, that's not a conspiracy theory. That's an dis- undisputed fact. Absolutely. And the same is happening in Britain and the same is happening everywhere else because these um, gene therapy alleged vaccines are diabolical in terms of infusing synthetic material and genetically manipulating material into the body. Uh, We're talking about a huge and unprecedented increase so massive that in the last four months alone, VAS has received more than 40% of all death reports that it has ever received in its 30-plus year history. That's crazy. Play that last few seconds again. Of all death reports that it has ever received increase so massive that in the last four months alone, VAS has received more than 40% of all death reports that it has 
ever received in its 30-plus year history. That's oh, wild. Man. And isn't, this isn't counting the huge backlog, right? Because I think Fares has a yeah, huge Yeah, and the underreporting backlog. where it's 1 to 10, maybe even as low as 1% of the injuries and deaths actually get reported. Yeah, yeah. And I have a big problem with the large number of people who are saying, yeah, you can't trust VAERS. It's, it's not verified. It's just people, people can make this up. It's like, why, why would someone take the time to yeah, make Not only that, something? but it's a felony to falsely report on there. And yeah, like you said, why would someone take the time? It takes like 45 minutes to file one report. Yeah. Yeah. And these the are the same people. Who's going to risk a felony charge and waste that much time doing false reports? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And on top of that, these people like would trust any review or something that they see on Amazon. Like if they're going to buy a dish <laughs> towel, they would read the reviews and be like, oh, man, this one person gave it three right? stars. Mm, yeah, uh, I, I trust that. I'm not going to buy this. But there are like, so many tons and tons, countless people saying, yeah, this really messed me up about the vaccine. And they're like, nope. I don't trust you. Trust the science. I only trust the science. Like, th these people are nuts. Um, like, how crazy you, do you need to be? You brought up Amazon reviews, and I think this would be a good... Uh, I wonder if I could even find this. The... Uh, you know, it was a Yelp review. That's what it was. I'm sorry. I'm mistaken. Lori Lightfoot, did you read her reviews that she left on Yelp? No. <laughs> Okay, so Tim Dillon covered this on an episode, and it was so fucking funny. Um, but <laughs> she let me just read this review one star from VIP limos from Lori Lightfoot. Since just to bring it full circle, since we talked about Lori Lightfoot right at the beginning, <clears throat> here we go. Review of the VIP limousine, Chicago, Illinois. Limo rental service. One star. I would never use VIP limo again. Driver Carlos showed up early for our pickup. A good sign, right? Turned out not to be so. Carlos shows up and wants to use our bathroom. A little strange, but fine. Turns out he pisses in our toilet and does not have the courtesy to put down the toilet seats. Beginning of the end. We are going to United Center. Carlos clearly has no idea who to get there. <laughs> who to get there. A lot of typos in this. He is totally reliant on a whacked GPS system that has him driving his huge Cadillac Escalade stretch down extremely narrow neighborhood streets going on a route that made no sense. I had to take over and give, and give him clear directions to get to the expressway. Apparently that was totally emasculating to him. But how, but how says, quote, my GPS says I should get off at Division. Off the expressway when we are going so much further south and west. We finally get there, and he says he needs two numbers for the return pickup. We had already given him one from my female spouse. I say, I will just give him mine since I am the person saying, Carlos says, I need one from the gentleman. Whew, this is horribly written. Let me read that again. He needs two numbers for return pickup. We had already given him one from my female spouse, I say, I will give him mine since I am the person paying. Carlos says, I need one from the gentleman. I am totally confused and question this. Carlos explains to this dumb female that he needs a number from a guy because, quote, girls take too many pictures and run down the battery on their phone. 
my expression must have said something because then he just looked at me and said, trust me, I have been doing this 20 years. I am a middle-aged woman and not some dumb kid from his misogynistic worldview. Of course, I gave it to him, and his response was to rudely close the window divider while I was still talking. This guy was a complete a-hole. Stupid, terrible driver, and a complete jerk on top of it. Cannot believe he's employed, and I would never use this service again while he is. That was uh, Lawyer L'Oreal Lightfoot. 2017... Yelp review of the VIP limousine party bus service in Chicago, Illinois. Okay, so this is the response of the uh, VIP limousine response to Lori Lightfoot's Wait, review. I need I need to know which year this is from. Is the this isn't new? Is no, it? no, this is 2017. <laughs> this is too good. <laughs> this is where it gets good. The response to her, um, uh, comment from. VIP limousine. One, our driver did not use your bathroom. We checked the vehicle cameras and he did not enter your home. You had lots of guests over and one of them could have done what you claim our wonderful driver Carlos did. Two, our drivers have GPS systems that work with current events and traffic. Chicago often has festivals and we have to work our way around them. It is not your place to tell him how to navigate or do his job. (laughs) Three, our drivers ask for a gentleman's phone number, actually, because they don't ever want to seem inappropriate asking for a lady's phone number. And you should appreciate that Carlos took the time to ask for a backup phone number in case you lose signal or battery. Again, our drivers know what they are doing and have experience. It seems like the only person who is sexist is you. I don't know where you come to your conclusion that you were emasculating him. Maybe you hoped you were. Your language, your language <laughs> is horrendous and rude. Just your rant here makes me feel embarrassed for you. Also, wow, that's pretty insulting that you refer to women who who like to take a lot of pictures as dumb females. (laughs) Your driver arrived early. He got to you on time and safely to your event. Your credit card you provided on the contract was declining. We even let you use a different credit card for payment, which is against our company policy. And you received an upgraded vehicle, twice the price of what you paid without any upcharge, as a free upgrade from out of the company pocket. Wish I could review customers like you. Have something better to do with your time, and you should appreciate great service when you receive it. Uh, oh, that's so embarrassing. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, she's terrible. Oh, she she really is. She sucks. Fucking Beetlejuice. Yeah, she she looks like she's dead inside. Probably because she is. <laughs> it's amazing. That's pretty embarrassing that that is online. Yeah. Like Tim Dillon, I first heard that on Tim Dillon's show. I'd encourage people to go back and listen to that one. That's pretty good. Pretty good. But yeah, it's um, Amazon reviews and Yelp reviews, some of the best content you'll find there, especially when it's somebody famous that left like a shitty review. (laughs) (laughs) I haven't seen any reviews from famous people. Which I feel like I need to actively seek out now. Yeah, yeah, there's ways to... Oh, ways to find them. I think also they're they're mostly going to find old ones because now people realize that they can be traced back to them. Mm. Uh, But, but yes. Um, Well, I think, uh, unless you got anything else, I think that's a good place to end it. Yeah. Dr. Zaynep. I got it all out. Where can we, where can people, uh, I'll have your Twitter linked, obviously. 
Zainab Myanis. I don't know how to pronounce that. Myanisi. <laughs> At Zainab Myanisi. M is my middle initial. Okay, cool. Well, people, I'll have the link to, for people to uh, click through and follow you there. That's at Z-E-Y-N-E-P-M-Y-E-N-I-S-E-Y. But if you're listening to this on Spotify or the website or wherever, there'll be a link. You can just click there and follow her on Twitter. And what else? Uh, what, you said you work with Maxim. Is there Can people see your work there? Or I don't know what you do there. But, or anything uh, yeah, else you want to... Yeah. Well, I'm I'm a writer there. Um, well, I used to work only on the digital side, but now I'm only on the print side, so I don't really have new articles coming out. But you can see all of my old articles. I have like two thousand articles or something on there, and you could see all of my work on either my own website, which is zainapiensay dot com or you could also go on the Maxim site and pull up my author page which is also linked in my website but the easiest place to follow me is on Twitter which is what I use the most and I'm also on Instagram and my handle is at Z-E-Y-N-E-P-Y-E-N-I-S-E-Y but I use Instagram a lot less because awesome. well, I, I got all that pulled up while you're talking so yeah I got the I got your um profile on maxim.com your author profile so people can read your articles and i got your website and your twitter and i'll link all that in the show notes so people can find you and awesome. keep up with you thanks for doing this this awesome. was really fun yeah thanks for having me anytime anytime and uh i will be back next week everybody wednesday at some time uh just getting a l- little less time for show prep and everything with the uh the new baby here. So until next week. Okay. Oh, so congrats, until next week. Leave me alone. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. And uh, yeah, keep keep doing what you're doing. I appreciate your t- your Twitter very much, and I'll uh, I'll be following you, following you closely, but not in a weird way. Uh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening. Thank you, Zainab, for hanging out. And uh, I'll play uh, I'll play out with this uh, Veritas uh, stuff. I'll talk to you later, Zainab. Thank you. All right. Bye. Bye now. Okay, so until next week, leave me alone. Our next installment in the series exposing Big Pharma will feature multiple releases inside one of the nation's largest COVID vaccine manufacturers, Pfizer. The series features not one, not two, but three scientists within Pfizer talking to one of our undercover journalists, making stunning admissions about the COVID vaccine and the culture inside of Pfizer. Like, we're like bred and taught to be like, like, vaccine is safer than, than actually getting COVID. And that's like, like, honestly, we have to, we have to do so many seminars on this. Like, you have no idea. Like, we have to like sit there for hours and hours and listen to like, be like, you cannot like talk about this. Public. Logically though, like if you have antibodies built up, like you should be able to prove that you have those built up. Like, and just be like, I don't know, maybe potentially that's, doesn't seem that crazy. I had COVID and I okay. have monster immunity yeah. after eight months. So I just got checked last month yeah. for antibodies. I mean, that's no worries. Same thing with my brother. So should I get the vaccine? Wait. Until when? If your immunity starts to wane, then get vaccinated.
So I mean, well protected? Yeah. Like as much as the vaccine? Probably more. How so? Like how much more? I mean, so when we came out with So right now we're seeing an increase in the Delta variant, mostly not because of the variant, because of immune, basically their antibodies are waning. Um, So they're they're still protected, but not at that 95% efficacy. It's more like 70%. So you're being, you're protected most likely for longer since it was a natural response. Mm -hmm. So basically they're trying to keep track of everyone that's been vaccinated versus the census of how many people are actually reported. So, I mean, they're trying to get their numbers, but still, you shouldn't have to show anything, which is basically, in my opinion, a a violation of HIPAA. No one has the right to ask you if you've been vaccinated, or... So, it's an invasion of privacy. I, I, I don't agree with it, so... I mean, you have multiple companies that were basically given a crap ton of money to produce vaccines and they're pushing them. So what happens to the monoclonal monoclonal antibody treatments? Push to the side. Why? Money. It's disgusting. You're not wearing a wire, right? (laughs) You want to check? I mean, I still feel like I work for, like, an evil corporation because it comes down to profits in the end. And, I mean, I'm there to help people, not to make millions and millions of dollars. So, I mean, that's the moral dilemma. I billions and billions. I'm trying to be <laughs> nice. No, yes. I hear you. I hear you. I, I mean, do. I mean, I'll, I'll still give you a hard time about it. Basically, our organization is run on COVID money now. How so? By, it netted like over 15 billion last year. Chris Croce is a senior associate scientist with Pfizer. He goes on to explain a test that is currently taking place at Pfizer, not to determine the effectiveness, but to see if it is leading to heart attacks. I'm glad you didn't get any um, myocarditis. Because that's a concern, right? More so for younger people. Why? That's what we're looking into right now. Oh, cool. So, um, yeah, we're doing, we just sent like 3,000 patient samples mm-hmm. to get tested for like elevated troponin levels yeah. um, to see if it's vaccine based or so What's it we're, look like? we're, I don't know we're, we just sent that over this past week and the last batch will be sent over next week all external testing. We'll see. Hopefully it's good. Because, well, no. I mean, if not, then, my opinion, that might pull something from the market. If the scientists believe that the antibody works more effectively than the vaccines, it begs the question, 
What's with all the federal mandates, regardless of what the data says? There's ears and eyes everywhere. What do you mean? Yeah, Pfizer, like, in the building. Uh-huh. So it's kind of just like, you don't talk about anything that can possibly implicate you or, like, big part. Um, like, even if you shut the door to the office, it's kind of like, who's listening? For instance, like, the city needs, like, fax cards and everything. It's just, like, about making it so inconvenient for, like, unvaccinated people to the, to the point where they're just like, F- it, I'll get it. You know? What do you mean? Like, if you are restricting people that are unvaccinated from doing anything, and then, like, vaccinated people are allowed to do anything they want, eventually they, they're just going to be like, F- let me just get vaccinated. So the placebo that they have used, that the FDA has allowed them to use, has often been another vaccine. A vaccine with a known adverse reaction profile that's causing death and damage in its own right. That it's the aluminum as an adjuvant in the vaccine, a known neurotoxin, a known immunotoxin, a known poison in human beings that is in the supposedly inert placebo totally inappropriate. This is not good science. It is not science at all. It is an effort to cover up the true adverse reaction rates to these vaccines so that they can get through the low barrier of constraints put there by the FDA and onto the market. That is the only concern. Oh, you want to have uh, double-blind, randomized placebo testing without what that means. You give 20,000 people the vaccine when it comes to phase two, phase three trials. And you give 20,000 people a placebo. And then you really look at health outcomes for a long period of time, not four weeks. There's a lot of these injuries, the autoimmune injuries, you're not going to see in four weeks. The cancers, you're not going to see in four weeks. And many of the neurological injuries, you won't see for four weeks. If the experience with other vaccines is instructive, you look at the other vaccines that are currently in the schedule, and there's about 400 injuries, illnesses, chronic illnesses that are listed. tried so hard (laughs) I just belong to some other age I guess you know humans don't communicate anymore or they they gibber and jabber about stuff that doesn't matter and then they send a text message and never communicate with anybody about anything of substance it's spiritual death And then I just come to the realization out of trillions of worlds, we're going to probably die. And everything we did as a species and all of our beauty and all of our goodness will just fail. And we're going to go down the tubes because a bunch of inbred child molesters in Hollywood had some psychotic dream that they wanted to kill everybody. You know, humanity just has to fall. It has civilization has to fall. It just has to go down. And you know it's going to go down too. And I just have been a fool trying to prop it up. It's just at a certain point, you're like, God almighty, this is what death looks like. This is what laziness looks like. (laughs) 
one has the instinct or the will to execute anything real. They only execute failure. I want to be loved by CNN even though I don't watch it. We have total illegal censorship going on. We have them bragging about it. We have them dead to rights. No one will attack. No one wants to do it. Never took action when all the tools were right there in our hands because we weren't meant to. We couldn't do it. We didn't want it. I give my children fish oil every day. They love it. It's really good for them. Another amount of your non-precious time listening to abs in a six-pack. When are you going to stop? You know, there's very few of you. If, you, if this is like a hands-on-a-hard-body thing of trying to figure out who will be the last person to actually listen to this show, it's a lose-lose proposition. By the way, he asked me to do this. The head moron who makes the show. <laughs> ha! The secret is, I think he's the biggest moron of all. It would indicate that you're a bigger moron for listening to his show. However, I think somehow that's not true. He actually is a bigger moron than the rest of you. Anyway, go outside. Read a book. Ride a bike. Take a walk. Go walk a dog. Go kiss somebody. Whatever there is, I can think of one million things to do better than listen to this dumb, crummy show. Abs in a six-pack. Well, I bet for most of you, you're half right. <laughs> This is Master Shake. Do something with your lives. <laughs>